I'm excited for this. All right, so we're debuting a new thing here. back in time. That's okay. right. <laughs> a little What If Wednesday. So we put out the call, your favorite What Ifs, Philadelphia sports history. So on Wednesdays, Kyle's going to throw one at us, unprompted. Mm. We don't even know what's coming here. And here we're going to react. What If, and Kyle throws it at us. What do we got today? All right. Uh, you guys should know this one coming because uh, this one is uh, it's, it's Wednesday. It's also a Wednesday. Mm. Talking a lot about the starting quarterback who might not even really be here. Had this one not happened. So this one comes from Josh Sweat Enthusiast on Twitter. Love, you, love that before name. Before you finish, I was like, Josh Sweat is responding to this? No, that's something. not Josh He's an enthusiast. Uh, this is one we've discussed a lot, but I'm not sure we ever really ran through like all the scenarios. What if Carson Wentz never tore his ACL in 2017? MVP, hands down. He'd have been the MVP. I agree with that. He was on path to win the MVP. The Eagles likely would have finished with the number one seed anyway, right? Because it wasn't like they played way better in the regular season without him. They, I agree with you, Hugh. He would have won the MVP. Yeah, he was on that pace. What about the bigger question? Would he won the Super Bowl? I think so. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's safe to say. Boy, I remember when, uh, when Nick Foles was out there playing, people were having fits. They were like... They didn't know what he was going to do. I, I would say, yeah, it would have been, been a Super Bowl win. No shot. There's you no don't way. think so? No shot. Why not? <laughs> Two things. One. Come on, Joe. No, no shot. There's no, I don't think there's any chance. Do you think the Wentz we learned as he got, as we watched him more under pressure would have played well enough to win that I, Super I Bowl? Think, I think Doug would have had him right. Yes. No, no, I don't think there's any chance. And the other thing See, is. See, you were here, so I, got it, I have to defer to you for that. The other thing is he, he never played at the level. Now, he played at a high level, but he never had an offensive game during that season that Foles did in the Super Bowl. Never. He just he never threw for that many yards. He didn't bomb the ball. And they were up a lot in games, so it was a little different. But he just never reached that height that Foles reached for those two weeks title game and Super Bowl. I mean, the way I – I'll just say it this way. Foles played basically perfect. So you would, you're saying that Wentz would have had to play perfect. I don't – I think because of it being uh, Nick Foles that there was a, a, a level of – unknown going into that Super Bowl. I'll give you that. But the way Carson was playing it from, from my purview down in Atlanta, the way he was balling, mm-hmm. nah, they just still I think they'd have still won the Super Bowl. I don't think they would have, but here's the other aspect to all this. Would it have been better for his career? I mean, obviously, yes, right? He stays healthy. He's not injured. The Foles thing never happens. It's the greatest memory everyone here has. But there's a chance Carson's career could still be here, could still be fruitful somewhere. I mean, he's basically done. I know he played the last week of the season with the Rams, but that was the beginning of the demise for him, unfortunately. And a lot of the, like, the turning point of Carson Wentz's career, a lot of us like to imagine, was when Nick Foles, in his stead, mm-hmm. won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, like, and that, the, like, that weight off. But who didn't see that coming, though? Like, like Stevie Wonder could have saw well, that. The- like, you win the Super Bowl in a city, like, you go from being the MVP favorite to getting hurt and your your backup wins the Super Bowl, that that's cause for PTSD within itself right there. And then that same backup was here the next year yes. and again took the team on a playoff run. The next yes. year, as yes. you watched again. I mean, come on, man. I mean, like, that's a lot. That's a huge pill to swallow. So, I, yeah, you knew he, it was all it, the right was on the wrong I way think there. He could have come back from the first one. I always thought the second Foles run really broke the whole thing. Like, that was yeah. a lot to watch. And I, here's the other thing like, besides the, the, the element of Nick Foles and the, what that did to Wentz mentally winning the Super Bowl, there was also, like, I, I remember there was a thought at the time of when he came back from the ACL injury, 
might have been a little bit too early mm-hmm. from that. Definitely felt like And there that. was like, and you know, I, I never tore my ACL or had one of those kinds of injuries, but what you hear a lot of times that guys overcompensate with other parts of their body or mm-hmm. whatever. And, so you're having injured, yeah. the, and Wentz injured his back. Yeah, the stress fracture. Next year. So like uh, the, the compiling of injuries to Carson Wentz, coupled with the fact that a backup went and won the Super Bowl, like, I mean, totally spun this guy's career out of control. The other part of them winning with Foles, and we play the what-if game, the whole mentality of the playoff run would have been different. No dog masks, no underdog. They, they would have not been the underdog if Wentz stayed healthy. They're, so you're talking about all, you, you, you factor in all Yeah, that. well, the, it, the it galvanized the team. Yeah, that, they were underdogs at home uh, to a six-seed Falcons team. Underdogs at home to Case Keenum. That did galvanize them. Like, they were really good, so maybe they I see your point. would have got through the playoffs anyway against Atlanta and Minnesota, but I don't know, like the whole team was changed when Wentz got hurt. No, I see your point. I see your point. I, I still would like to think that they would have won the Super Bowl. I, I think a know. lot of people probably yeah. agree with you. So, and then you kind of have to take it to like today and Jalen Hurts being here. Do, do they think to draft Jalen Hurts if Wentz doesn't have the injury history that he did? Probably not, right? right? Cause that was the beginning. And then, mm-hmm. as you said, maybe the one injury led to the next injury, which led to the decline. Here's one more off it. Does Doug Peterson have a job right now? I think he got the no, no, job. He, he wrote the book. Well, but but <laughs> well, he, he wrote the book no, about a Super Bowl. Win. No, I don't, yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. He yeah. wrote the book, so he probably wouldn't be. But there'd be no book, no Super Bowl win, no book. You. No, I'm saying I'm because I'm thinking they win yeah, the Super Bowl. Right. You're thinking they did. Yeah, right. Well, he'll probably be if they, if if the way you your set it up plays out, he probably will be here. I feel like Doug's whole thing is he won with a backup quarterback. No, I don't. I think, you know what? I would. I don't think he would be here because it, the way it's feeling like, uh, you know, Doug was on his way out when he didn't. Uh, conform to what they were trying to get him to yeah, conform I don't to. think Doug would have a head coaching job if it wasn't for what happened to Wentz. I think that him winning with Foles like, almost guaranteed him a job for the next eight years in the NFL. So I have next week's what if. What if Doug never wrote the book? Well, that's Hugh's favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> I, probably, I, he would definitely If be Hugh here. made a list of what ifs, Doug's book. Uh, and by the way, uh, an honorable mention for today's what if mm-hmm. Wednesday. I felt the need to throw this okay, one This got? was a non-football related one. What if Joe Giglio became an accountant? Oh, it would be a bad, bad accountant. <laughs> then who would I be working with? Or would I even be here? That's crazy. I would not be a good accountant. You don't think, man? I, I mean, I was fine at math. Not, nothing special. Wouldn't but even, I'm pretty good at math. I just would be bored. Yeah. Uh, not, well, not, what, not, what would I be doing? What nothing against be? accountants. Well, I, probably, I just couldn't do that. I'd probably still be in Atlanta, huh? You yeah. think you're here because of me? Yeah. I mean, they would have needed a midday show anyway. Someone, yeah, I mean, I'm saying, I'd, someone I'd, would have been no, sitting but, here. No, I think I'd probably still been in Atlanta. I don't to be a whole new midday show. I'd have been like, eh, nah, who? <laughs> that guy? Nah, I'm that good. That person? Staying nah, down I'm here. good. Yeah, I must go ahead. All right, we'll do these on Wednesdays. A lot of great responses today to What If Wednesday. So Kyle will throw one at us. Lord, on. by the amount of responses. Today. Well, you know what? Because p- this is what people think about. Yeah. There's like that. It's because it, it just, you think about it. Like, Imagination what if, runs wild. What like if this happened? I people mad that I had Brock Purdy <laughs> after the year he had Holly J. Yeah, what do you, I mean, you. Yeah. Like, you know, you know what you did. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I just like listen, man. It's not like I don't sit here and say, "Hey, what can I do to stir up the ire of the Philadelphia Eagles?" No, I, I keep it one hundred, man, and that's that's the way I got them rated. I do think every quarterback list that comes out this offseason should have Hurts and Purdy next to each other. Well, they they will be. Don't worry about that because that's how I see them. And I know people gave me a little flack about Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow was balling until he got hurt. Oh, stop with the Burrow stuff. Yeah, like people that complain balling. about Burrow. He was balling. Until I, he got I think hurt. Burrow is as a legitimate case is like the second best quarterback. Yeah, in the NFL. I if he's like on the Mahomes tier. The injuries even. are the only thing that could hold yep. him back because they they started to add up a little bit here. Jay is in West Philly. What's up, Jay? 
Oh my god! Thank God you ain't become an accountant because Jalavis might have been in there. No, I wouldn't work oh, with Jalavis. I like him. Give me a holler. We, we love him. All right, Jay, what's up, buddy? Garbage. Hey, look, <laughs> you, you be making my hair hurt, Julio. What did gotta, I do now? Because you don't listen. You hard headed. You got a <laughs> NFL. <laughs> you got a former NFL player right there telling you that most of Hurts' problem was coaching. Like I heard him. You didn't see that. Look at everybody on your list. They got better coaching than Hurts got last year. So Jay, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with okay. you. But guess exactly. what? But this is his reality. So I like what am I supposed to do? Just say So well, no, you see that he got a better play caller with him now. And like, Yeah, but he's got oh, the same head coach. We should have got this guy out of here. Ain't no ain't nobody worried about Syria. Oh uh, yeah, just, no, you just wait for next season. We'll see if people are worried look, about Syria. It's all about it's all about the Office, I mean, the uh, offensive coordinator working with him and putting him in position. Like you said, you got to sit there and work with him. All those other quarterbacks you put behind him, gotta, they all better than Brian Johnson. And you sit there and work with your friends, you know you can't work with your friends. <laughs> you work with your buddies and all that, y'all not getting no work done. <laughs> sitting there well, them, but yeah, that's the Eagles' do fault. Like, yeah, hey, okay. that, that, that's the Eagles' fault. They they set this up. Exactly. So they seen they the arrow they ways and they got yeah, it. Yeah, sounds like a little bit of excuse and, making. T- and tiny look, bit. I'm going to tell you, that offensive line wasn't as good as last year. Like, Sayamalu was a big loss. People think that, that's why Hurts was doing that. He was probably moving because we were too small on the inside between Kelsey and Jurgens. No, we got to we gotta get that offensive line right. And like they said, that defense was, was horrible. So there's a lot of things that was going against him last year that's going to be better next year. Fingers crossed. So did we overrate him? No, we didn't overrate okay. him. We overrated them coaches. <laughs> well, we that, that, that we may we may see eye to eye on coaching. that one, Jay. Yeah, they, yeah they, that coaching that coaching was horrible. You wouldn't take Brian Johnson or Desai over any of those coaches that you had. Every look at all those quarterbacks you made, and they were gonna name Jordan Love off of five games. Uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love was hell? Jordan Love was Jordan awesome. Love balled out in the, in the playoffs half. though, awesome. man. Like he he balled out in the playoffs though, bro. He the same one through the picket. You talking about Jalen in the double cover? He threw that interception in the triple cover. Hey, what, what did he do <laughs> the week before? He, he put up like and fifty look, points. And that Bosa, Bosa talking trash. We got the book on Bosa too. You get up ten points on him and he gonna lose. He's supposed to be a yeah to Mahomes, but that's but that's to Mahomes, Jay. No, that's what he's supposed to eat. If he's the best defensive end in the league, yeah, your team get up ten points. You're supposed to eat. I got you. I, I got you. But Mahomes says that to everybody, Jay. Jay, we appreciate. All right, I have nine of the uh, eight of the nine spaces uh, filled in for uh, Jalen. Hurts, excuse bingo. Mm-hmm. And I haven't actually checked them off. I just wrote them in. Like we have our bingo board now. So coaching, coaching is not an excuse. But... Defense, the schedule. Locker room stuff, hot routes, injuries, offensive line, off-season schedule was different. This is the way you said. It just makes it sound so bad. Though, well, man. this is excuse bingo. They're not excuses. Like, they didn't put him in position. Like, there, there was a disconnect somewhere. Oh, let me write that one. Disconnect. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. What do you think of <laughs> our bingo board, Kyle? Fodder. I Look, uh, I mean, until we find out what actually went wrong and, and who's to blame for what, they are excuses. I know. I mean, they just are. Like, I'm sorry. Until we find out that they are not excuses. Yeah, they are. We're, these I are mean, valid. These well, are valid concerns. We don't know that. What if we kind of do? Well, I would argue Look that we, we don't. Wait, wait a minute. What about the defense? The fact that they went rogue in week six. Oh, we're going to do our own thing. 
like that that kind of validates the coaching was garbage. It's, well, it's on the board, defense. <laughs> I, I think really what we're trying to get to the crux of is why Jalen Hurts didn't look as good last season, and yeah. is that more of a coaching problem or more of a Hurts problem? More of a we don't. Well, well, that's your opinion, right? We don't know that to yeah, be that a is fact. My so then it's an excuse. I it's not a reason until it's we not, figure it not, out. But it's a it's a strong, valid opinion. Excuses are reasons we tell ourselves to feel better. <laughs> no, that's that's, 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 that's what, what, what OG do. He be making excuses. You can probably fill the board up with his phone call. You know who makes excuses? People that, you know, like Cowboy Jim. Oh, right? yeah. They root for a team that hasn't won in three decades. Cowboy excuse. Cowboy Jim up next. What's up, Cowboy Jim? Wow. This, this tw- Twitter poll, what what might have happened, it, all the comments, it's tearing me up. I mean, I feel so bad for Philly fans. What could have, should have? And if Wentz had played, oh, the miracle in Minnesota would never have happened. And you guys would have been 0-4. Boy. You would never take my calls as being 0-4. It'd be like the Bills. What do you want? What do you want? Yeah, what's what's on your mind today, Cowboy Jim? Oh, plus, uh, what if Joe Giglio never said Jalen was as good as Tom Brady? Then Cowboy Jim would never have called in. I I didn't say that. What if the Cowboys made an NFC Championship game in the last 30 years, Jim? Time I called in because you said, oh, he's just as good as Tom Brady. I did not say that, Jim. Well, Uh, thank Jim. That's why... Cowboy Jim called in. I have a, a question for you. Are, are the Cowboys going to pay Dak $60 million a year? Yeah, that that's the question. $60 million. I, I told you they're going to trade him. They're going to trade him and probably get the kid from LSU or from Washington. I already told you that. What are you going to do with the so, quarterback you just traded for? Lance? From, yeah, yeah, from Lance. Yeah. He might be I told a you he might he's be an idiot. No, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> okay, hey, uh, I just got back from vacation, and Hugh, I've decided that you should move to Punta Cana. You could do the show from down there, pay just as much as you're paying up there, and you get food and drinks and watch the love of your life go by the beach every day. Because I know you don't want to look at you. I mean, you don't want to look at Kyle and Joe all day. So you could do the show from down there. I don't think they'll let me do that. I mean, in Kyle and Joe, they're okay. But Punta Cana sounds better than this. Punta Cana yeah. does. I mean, it's Philadelphia in the and winter. He said, I like how he said, I can look at the love of my yeah. life every day. So that basically means that there's a lot of beautiful women. I'm sure there is. I'm looking at the priest on the and let's, all right, let's get back to Jalen. Can we get back to Jalen? Sure. Uh, could you tell me who were his coaches in college? Uh, the greatest coach of all time. And then some dude over in Oklahoma. I don't know. I forget his name right now. But he can't Lincoln read Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. He can't read a defense. He can't read a blitz. He had the best coaches of all time. He still can't figure things out. He's not that good. That's why I'm glad you put him where he was, not number three, what you did last year. Yeah, listen, I, I, made, I overrated him. I made a mistake. Cowboy Jim, that's enough. Um, man, this hurts to say out loud. Jim did make a, a decent point there at the end. Jalen has had some good coaches over the years, right? Yeah. He had Nick Saban. He had Lincoln Riley. He had Doug Peterson. He had Shane Steichen. He's, he's worked with some people who seem to know something about football. Yes, and he'd been pretty decent with all of those folks. Yeah. He's been pretty deep. So that's why, why didn't it like stay with him? Like this, the, the knowledge. Because it's, it's something that you have to learn every year. That's the importance of coaches. I mean, and I, I wholeheartedly believe it. I know you don't believe it. I know you put that in the excuse box. Well, I believe <laughs> it. I just think I know that for we, you, that's we the, harp on it that's too an much. Excuse. No, it's not harping on it. Like, you know, th- what was the story that came out when they were talking about Tom Brady, how uh, Bill Belichick used to belittle him all the time mm-hmm. and, and, and all the stuff like that? Kept him humble. You can't forget. Can't forget, and it, I think it helped him out tremendously. Now, it's not helping out Bill Belichick's legacy that all this stuff is coming out about how he treated him, but still, the bottom line was 
they won a whole lot of football games. They won a whole lot of Super Bowls. They won a lot. So it just it just blows my mind that people are complaining about what it takes to be a winner. And obviously that's what it is. I believe this, that in order for Jalen to be successful once again is that he's going to have to have some tough coaching, some tough love. And there might even be – I could vividly see that there are times in press conferences where he might be called out directly or indirectly – about his quarterback play. That's good, good. You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes that needs to be said. Like, you need to be held accountable for for your actions at times, even if that's in a meeting or 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 in public, but you need to be held accountable. So, yeah, I think that I think he's going to have a bounce back here. I really do. Well, I hope he does, and I, I certainly think he should be better than he was last year. I, I don't think he's the 20th-ranked passer in the NFL. He, his, his play should, and I expect it to be better than that. My, my issue with the – the, the bingo board here and the idea of because there's always going to be something you got to overcome the stuff right there's there's always going to be something we're annoyed at the schedule could be tough the defense might stink you know injuries could pile up he, he's a mobile quarterback takes hits like there's always going to be something you got to overcome it to be a great quarterback let's go to uh we got ziggy ziggy's in lehigh valley what's up ziggy, ziggy. oh we lost ziggy let's go to carl carl's in maple Street. hey carl yo fellas good afternoon hey what's carl up, hey hugh yes sir Everybody who knows goes to Primo's. That hard roll, you know, don't matter what you put in it. <laughs> it's a I good, like Primo's. It's a good sandwich, Carl. What is when, wrong with him? No, bring, he's when, talking about when people being hungry and angry. It's about lunchtime. Yeah, when they, when they bring us food here, it's the best days, Carl. We love Primo's. Um, Joe. Mm-hmm. Carl. The timing of this thing with Harper. Middleton is stepping up to the plate. Every which way he can. He gave Harper everything he wanted. Why would Harper blindside him right now when he's trying to win a ring and Harper's trying to maximize all money? What the f- uh, Carl, I hear you, man. Carl, I hear you. I, it's it's the wrong time for this. I, it frustrates me. I, I get it. He's you know he's a player trying to you know, strike while the iron's hot. Him and his agent and Boris and all that, but. Carl, if I'm Middleton, I'm saying, no, nah, I got I got bigger fish to fry. We got to get Wheeler signed up. I might trade for Mike Trout this summer. We got to win a World Series. You got eight years to go. This ain't blindsiding him, by the nope. way. Nope. They, they, he, he rolled this out last year. Oh, this has been a long <laughs> – Yeah, I mean, he's this been, been – This has been a slow roller if there ever was one. If you go back and listen to him, Carl, after he hit his 300th home run, he started talking about setting records here and, and getting to 500, 600 home runs. He's been setting the groundwork for this. But, Carl, I'm not giving, giving him a new deal. I don't care when it started. It was unnecessary from when it ever started. Middleton gave him everything. He's trying to give everybody everything. He's trying to win a ring, and now I feel like all Harper's doing is trying to hit the freaking bankroll. And that's not what it's – he has eight years to go, Carl. It's not like he's got one or two years. He's got eight years. the Phillies have entertained – You know, Harper has – Harper has pressed every right button, but he just pressed the wrong one. He's got strike one, and I'm only giving him two strikes. That's, wow, Car- he, Carl's not playing today. He really didn't press the wrong button. Well, no, he did on this one. No, he didn't yeah, because, he did. like, pressing the wrong button makes me believe that the Phillies were like, oh, how dare you? No, with the fans. The, this is the wrong button I don't. I don't think the fans are that upset about it. Yeah, well, like, there's a lot I of fans. I think a lot are. A lot of fans are upset because of the time, the fact that we don't have a ring. But I think they want Bryce Harper here. Yeah, so we were in I the, want him we here, were, too. He's we here were, for eight years. We were in baseball purgatory. 
before He's this man got here. He's here for eight more years. Baseball purgatory. What do I need him here Baseball for Baseball purgatory. That's wonderful. No. Hey, guys, I, I mean, he brought in a lot of players, but I think he exceeded his control. I mean, he did a he he's got us here, but you know, step back, Carl. I I agree with you. Yeah, I the it's the eight years thing for me that blows me away. Yeah, he's still got eight years left. It's it's, it's but you're not so you're not mad at the Phillies at all for even entertaining this conversation. They could have shut this down a while ago. Well, but like you said yesterday, and I agree with you that they've they've played this game where they've given him a lot of power. Yes, and and he's the guy that they he's the face of this thing and all. all so I think. I'm not mad that they didn't shut it down. They just got to be smart about this. Well, they're, they're, we got to slow play this one. They have made it clear that he's on their radar to give him more money. You know what it's like? So Sometimes my daughter who's six, she always wants to get ice cream. Yeah. And I'll say, we'll, we'll go soon. We'll go later. And I just yeah. keep pushing it back until maybe we go the next day. Right? Like I, I, We're not getting ice cream right now. But see, Joe, but Eventually that's, that, I'll get that, you ice cream. But see, that ain't right. You know what I say with Harvard Actual Ice Cream? <laughs> no. Yeah, see, but I, I got to de- and then I get that Messed snarky. Up, man. Yeah. And then I get that old snarky. Okay, sir. See, but you don't. Yeah. I don't want Bryce to get snarky. I don't want my daughter to well, get, no, to but get he, you know. But you know what? That's angry. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not worried about the snarkiness right now. Like, like maybe when he gets a little older, because he's a big Bryce kid. Bryce or your kid? I ain't worried about the little kid being. being <laughs> no, I meant Bryce at the snarky. Yeah, part. well, snarky. But see, you've you've see what you've done. Not like you like your daughter. Yeah. You've told Bryce that this is, is going to happen. Now, eventually, if you try to slow play it too long, you know what's going to happen. She's going to put her foot on it like, yo, dad, what, what's up with the ice cream? Yeah, but she can't drive yet, so we'll get ice cream when I'm ready. And, and he'll get an extension when we're in year, I don't know, 12 of this thing. Not now. That's a smart move, but I, I feel like when you when you opened the door and you gave him the cushion, you kind of you kind of set the ball in motion. You really, really did. Well, when you gave him GM status, yeah. and the owner, you really set the ball in motion. The owners, since the when they signed him, has basically said, we'll do whatever it takes I to I love win. you, Bryce. Yeah. Money's Stupid no money. Yeah. yeah. I am curious to see how this unfolds sort of with the relationship with the fans, though, because mm-hmm. while, I, while we do all love Bryce Harper, and as a sports fan, you do kind of suspend belief a little bit with how much money these guys make compared to you, but... You do sort of, like, when Bryce does something like this, you do lose a little, whatever that shred left of relatability you had with the common man was, that, like, this guy's asking for more millions after he has an eight-year contract. Like, that that stuff well, is where is where I can see people being rubbed the wrong way by too. this. Me too. That's why I think he, he's so well-trained in how to speak. It's why he's talked about dying in the uniform, wanting to play Eloquent. here forever. Yeah. It, it makes you feel like he just wants to be here. Well, like, yeah, we, Sure, but you want $35 million a year to be here. It's not like he's going to play for free at the end. I heard a call last night when I was driving home for pickleball to Tom Kelly, who talked about how pickleball. I'm a pickleball guy now. I was driving home, and a caller called Tom and basically said exactly what Kyle did. This is the first time in five years that this fan has been disappointed in Bryce, that like anything he's done mm-hmm. has frustrated this fan because he's been a tremendous player. He's great for the brand. He, he listens to WIP. He calls in like – he, do, he does everything to check every box. So last night I heard someone say this is the first time he's been disappointed. Yeah, but I, I look at it like he can still be relatable, but he's still also a businessman. And, 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 and this is where I feel like people need to be realistic. Now, the, the part that you have to be realistic about, like he makes way more money than you do, so that, that's something that we cannot all fathom. But at the end of the day, you go to a job and you work, you work hard at your job every day. He does too. And at some point at your job, even though it's, you're not making as much money as him, 
you feel like you need to be compensated for the that. work that you do. And I think that's what people tend to forget. Because just like Howard to come on here, and I do not subscribe to this because I don't understand that language that he's speaking. When he say, oh, well, how much money do you need? As much as you're willing to give me. Sure, but you mentioned realistic. It's not realistic to ask for an extension with eight years to go. It's well, actually the most unrealistic thing I've ever heard but, in terms of sports contracts. But, Joe, if they, they've allowed me to entertain, if they've entertained this conversation for as long as they've entertained it, like, what's that saying? It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Mm. That's basically what he's doing. Like, and they've, they've co-signed this. So they have. But I'll say one more thing, and then we'll, we'll hit this. Behind the scenes, he could do whatever he wants with Middleton. They could have dinner. They could talk. He could say, I want more money. He's saying it, to, he's saying it out loud when yes, asked. Yes, and they're, and they're co-signing yeah, it. Yeah, but, th- but this is where he better – I think he needs to be careful with his relationship with the fans. You keep talking about wanting more money, you're going to turn people off. Like, See, it's Tell Middleton privately. When you say it in front of a camera, it, it hits different. But, but see, this is where I think is for me it's a disconnect because he didn't say it in a way where it has to be done right now. He did not do that to me. To me, I didn't hear that. He said, with all due respect to – Everybody, he said, you know, I know Wheeler needs to get done yeah, and all yeah. this other stuff. He never said it in a way where it was an aggressive tone. I know. He just said he wanted to get it. I think that in our mind as fans, be, just because he asked, we've we've all, like, you know, turned it into an aggressive tone because we just don't like him asking for more money. Well, he's, he has eight years left. Yeah, eight that's years what it left. is. Right. But he didn't do any of that. He just he just said, hey, I want I want more money. I know. It's time to go play baseball, though. Let's, uh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with this. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll hit you all your phone calls coming to the side. And we think we may know, at least one insider may know, who the Eagles will be playing week one in Brazil. We'll hit that next. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. I like Boston. Still a plus money in the Eastern Conference. Whatever you want to play, just head to FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay with TNT Thursdays. That's FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP.